We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday, it's June 9th, it's 2023. We have 13 baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined today by my good buddy, Mr. Will Priester, Chief Just So Six. Chief, it's Friday. What's happening, my friend? Listen, it's a good day. We were talking pre-show, man. I'm already getting pumped up. For tomorrow's earnings, I am excited, Stevie. I am ready to go. I mean, I'm I'm feeling real good, man. Uh, I was able to find a few things before we kick this show off, and so I think uh, tonight is the night. It's going to be a good one. Heck yeah, man! I hope everyone's having a fantastic Thursday night on YouTube chat. What's up, everyone? See you guys all popping in, saying good afternoon and. Or evening, I'm already I'm already uh, messing up my words. It's gonna be one of those nights, but um, yeah. Well, what's up, everyone? Hope you're having a fantastic Thursday night. If you're not listening on YouTube, appreciate you um, hanging out. Joe Adele just hit a home run. That was really good. Love to see that. Oh, great! I need Joe Adele to keep hitting home runs. I need Smiley to not get strikeouts tonight. So there you go. If, if the Angels could just hammer Smiley for me, that'd be great. You can get four, just don't get five. Heck yeah. Um, Adele is someone that I talked about a lot on the podcast yesterday, uh, how how well he's been hitting in AAA. So it was really cool um, to see him get a home run here. But, I mean, if you didn't stack the Mets and Braves and Guardians, man. So so listen, interesting stat line, Steve. I know we got a long slate, but the most interesting stat line I think I saw today was at one point, Spencer Strider had five earned runs and five strikeouts. 
And then an inning or two later, he had eight earned runs and eight strikeouts. I was like, man, what, what is happening? It was incredible. Yeah, if you got on that game theory train on a on a small slate and stacked against Strider, congratulations. Um, yeah, Jose Ramirez. Hey, Jose Ramirez decided he wanted to play baseball. Uh, finally, he wanted this to be season. good today. I yeah, mean, he wanted. Yeah, whoo. he wanted to be Jose Ramirez. So that was cool to see. But um, let's jump into this next slate. We got thirteen games. We got a lot to get through today. So. Before we do, really quick, just want to say, give a shout out to our dev team here at Better Collective. Um, for anybody that knows, Roto Grinders is a part of a bigger company. Um, and we work together with Fantasy Labs. So we're all under the same umbrella. The new plate IQ is fantastic. It has, it's just on another level now. Like it was already one of if not the best tool out there but now it's like on another level um so if you use plate iq and you haven't checked it out yet uh today it dropped it dropped this afternoon uh, if you haven't checked it out do it it's fantastic it's so good um and i know it's free right now so you don't even have to be a premium member to get i'm gonna call it the best baseball tool in in, in fantasy and betting so um love love what they're doing with plate iq um just fantastic tool so just want to give them a shout out. They took a lot of feedback for the tool. And I think that um, it, it looks great. It's very functional. It's very fast. And um, now if we could just get the next day played, I could, gosh, oh, I would be. Well, no, no, Stevie, Stevie. Wait, wait, Can we wait, do wait. it now? Listen, let, let me check because you oh, no. know. Oh, they hurt me. Stevie, if, uh, so what happened when I was... It's getting close. Yeah, I was plundering what heard. today, and uh, I realized we could change the dates, and I said, oh, my goodness! Like, yeah. And I, I was live on air, so what happened, my original screen was the old plate IQ. I'm doing a show, and it swapped over, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> guys, just bear with me. Like, tomorrow will be better. It's a new <laughs> plate IQ. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a huge change. Like you're gonna like everyone's gonna have to spend some time like um going through and looking at it and hitting all the tabs and there's bullpen stats now. I get a lot of people asking me all the time um about bullpen stats. There's bullpen stats on Plate IQ now. So love what they did with Plate IQ, love the feedback. Um so it's just really cool to see a lot of that feedback come to because I was I've been one well, like I've had to have like five or six tabs open for bullpens and like it's all over the place. And now I've been one that has been pushing to have bullpen stats on plate IQ. So I was really happy to see that. Let's jump into this slate. We got 13 games. Kansas City at Baltimore is where we start. Eight and a half total in this game. The Orioles are 178 favorites. Uh, Lynch against Wells. Any interest in our boy Daniel Lynch today? Oh man, I I feel like I should, but I don't think I I want to. If, if that makes any sense, that that's just kind of where I am. The problem is he's sixty eight hundred. Like, I mean, Stevie, can he get me fifteen or more points? He probably can. Um, the K's have been there. I think I think I think I'm gonna to have to consider them. Like the price is just it it's too good, I think, Stevie. I think the price is too good. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't mind the price tag for Lynch. The Baltimore lineup is a team, like a lineup just in general, that is very hit or miss against left-handed pitching. If you look at like their overall stats on the season, they're a top 10 team against left-handed pitching this season. Um, you know, Rutschman's very good. Hayes is very good. Mountcastle's very good. So, I mean, there's some good hitters in this lineup against left-handed pitching. It's a 13-game slate. I think I can be picky on this slate. I'll see, like, as we get going here, like, if I, like, come back to this conversation. But, I mean, I don't have a ton of interest in Lynch right now. Um, so, that's just kind of where I'm at. And then on the other side of this one, Wells at 8,300. Tyler Wells is someone that has actually been pitching fantastic here recently. Yes. Seven strikeouts in five straight games for Wells. A matchup against Kansas City, a team that, I mean, still ranks second worst in baseball this year against right-handed pitching in WRC+. I am much more likely to play a guy like Tyler Wells on the other side of this game. Yeah, I like Wells today, too. Um, I think the cool thing I like about Wells is he... He, he's done this do we lose will might have lost will or me my connection died or will's connection died um so looking at wells here uh why will <laughs> is it I think it might be my internet connection. I hope not. Um, Will is freezing. All right. So I'm going to keep rolling here. Looking at Wells. He's someone that I like a lot in this spot. You know, obviously, like I mentioned, Kansas City, a team that has struggled against right-handed pitching this season. Tyler Wells is someone that's kind of, I mean, again, been pitching really solid here recently. His swinging strike rate is really solid against both sides of the plate. His ISO is the biggest concern. He does give up a lot of power to both sides of the plate. But, I mean, he's sitting at a 26.6% strikeout rate on the season. Gets a great matchup here against Kansas City. If he could just limit the home runs, that's been his biggest problem here. So, if he could keep the home runs down, he probably crushes in this spot. I think he's someone I'll definitely be looking at, like, strikeout prop-wise as well on prop sites and on fantasy pick sites. So, Wells is someone I like a lot. Will, you look like you're back. Are you good now? Uh, Robot Will is gone. Yeah, I'm back. Um, Wow, what a wild ride in the last 30 seconds or so. (laughs) Uh, But I'll just put a bow in and say that I do like Wells. I like the fact that he's gotten it done in the strikeout department against good teams. So it's not like he's faced Detroit, Kansas City, you know, these hot Oakland um, I, I, I like the fact that he's done against good teams. All right, let's talk bats. Uh, anything standing out to you here for Kansas City against Wells? Yeah, I mean, you know, you talk about the home run woes. Like, I don't I don't mind Bobby Wood. He's probably too expensive um, for the slate, but that's why I like him. Um, I don't hate, you know, Pascantino as well at first at 3,500. Like, I still think those are a handful of good plays as, uh, that, to kick off the slate. All right. Um, I mean, home runs is what I'd be targeting here. I don't mind the Vinny call. He's cheap. He has some power. 
He's been struggling recently. Kansas City as a whole has been struggling a little bit here um, recently. I, I think they have had three of the last four games and have only scored uh, one or two runs. They had a decent game in the first game of the series against Miami, but they've really struggled here recently. So, I mean, I can always get behind a Bobby Witt, but he's so expensive that I don't know if I end up on him. Um, Sal Perez is a one-off catcher is expensive. So, I mean, just might just be one of those spots where I play Wells and I don't play a ton of um, – Kansas City bats and then on the Baltimore side Mount Castle at 4500 Hayes at 3700 I could build a little mini stack around those two guys but I don't think this is a spot I would fully stack yeah same here uh, and I'm with you on Mount Castle in terms I mean I've pretty much been playing him against lefties all season just really low K rate really good ISO numbers um he's I mean he's been a one-off play du jour uh so I, I really like him um um, I don't hate Austin Hayes. I don't hate Santander. Like you know, but overall, like you said, I'm not. I'm not stacking up. But I, I do think Mount Castle is an ultimate one-off play today. All right. Before we move on to the next game, we had a question here in chat about Play IQ. How do we look at certain pitch percentages thrown against lefties and righty on Play IQ now? Uh, very simple, actually. You just go over to the pitcher side. You hit usage. It's all right there, um, and how how it's thing. And then on the left side, where the where the batters are, it's very simple as well. All you have to do is there's a scroll down where it says all pitch types, forcing fastball, cutter, sinker, splitter, all that stuff um, is right there. And you can go righties versus lefties. You can see how they perform. Then you can hit advanced, and you can get their fly ball rate, line drive rate barrel rate now barrel percentage is now yep. on plate iq so all that stuff is right there so uh jeff jeffro um hopefully that helps you uh very easy once you spend 30 minutes on the new plate iq and you're going to be in love uh because that's about as much time as i had to spend um luckily i don't have baseball content on thursday so when it came out today i was able to just kind of play around with it. it was fun all right we got boston at new york Facing the Yankees, eight total in this game. Yankees a 170 favorite. This is a game that we have uh, potential weather. We'll have to see what Kevin Roth has to say with this one. Uh, Garrett Cole is assuming everything sounds like he's going to be starting here. It was like cramping. So I don't think that um, I don't think he'll miss this start. So uh, let's start here with Whitlock. Any interest in Garrett Whitlock against the Yankees? No. Yeah, I think this is a fast no as well. Um, Yankees, their lineup is not a hundred percent right now, but I mean they're they're good enough to beat Whitlock. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah. Um, so I, I think that's kind of how you look at it. Garrett Whitlock, a guy that's um, he's hittable, man. He gives up a ton of power to lefties. His woba is high to both sides of the plate. So um, yeah, not my not my favorite option here. Let's talk Garrett Cole against my Red Sox here. I think there's opportunity right now. The Red Sox are kind of struggling. Um, what are your thoughts here on Garrett Cole against uh, Boston? This one has me in a conundrum, Stevie, because we've got a, a large slate today, and Cole ends up being the most expensive pitcher. And I'm almost certain, and I have to include this for the analysis, I'm almost certain more people will play Otani today at 10-4 than, than Cole at 11-1. And so for me, I think for that reason, 
I feel like I have to consider him because I think his ownership is going to be lower than maybe it should be, if that makes any sense. But but his season stuff just isn't the cold we're, we're accustomed to, where he's sitting at you know thirty plus percent, a thirty one, thirty two percent K rate. He's pretty much mid mid to lower mid upper mid twenties, and so so I do think he's too expensive. But I think I'm going to play him in tournaments because I think his ownership comes in under Otani. But Otani's definitely got the matchup; like he's the best, better play in my opinion. Yeah, I mean ownership will be interesting through the like top end options in general. Javier has a decent matchup against Cleveland. Um, Otani against Seattle Castillo in that same game against the angels. Yeah. Um, Sonny Gray has some upside. Dylan Cease is getting Miami um, Perez in that same game, getting the white Sox. So yeah, a lot of potential ways. I, I mean, pitching is not, there's not short of pitching today. There's yeah. plenty of pitching options. So you got Rich Hill against the Mets. I mean, Rich Hill, he's an ace. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, overall, I think this is a spot that you could definitely take some shots on Cole. Um, I mean, I, I could see saving money and just going two of these guys up here and not playing Cole either, though. I mean, that might be the preferred build. So, like Will saying, you might get lower ownership on Cole today. Uh, any Red Sox bats that you have interest in here? Hmm. Red Sox, Red Sox. I will note really quick, Will, that Adam Duvall, I was reading a thing. He's expected to get activated from the um, IL today, Friday. Okay. I mean, I, I think that will help. I still think I'm going to fade the Red Sox overall. Uh, if I do, I'll just one off a Devers or, you know, uh, probably mostly just Devers but I, or um, Yoshida. But all in all, I'm not. I'm not really playing the Red Sox today. Yeah, I mean, power. Yankee Stadium, too. Left-handed, you know, batters here in Yankee Stadium. Cole, a guy that from time to time will struggle with home runs. So I don't mind, you know, potentially taking some of these lefties here. Um, Duran, if he hits leadoff, I don't have an issue with that. Cassis has been cheap. He's batting fifth right now for the Red Sox. Him and Devers. I could get behind, like, a, a three or four man here. What I think is interesting is what they're going to do with Duvall. Um, or is he going to play right field or something, and they're going to stick Duran out in center and put Yoshida in left? Like, um, it'd be interesting because where can he really DH right now? Justin Turner's DH and Cassis Endeavors have been playing every day, so um, it'd be interesting to see what they do with Duvall. Um, I think he's going to have to play the outfield. Uh, Yankees bats against Whitlock. Um, Judge on the AL, we knew that was coming. Any interest in the Yankees here? Yeah, I, I still don't hate this team as a whole. I think as a whole, excuse me, I said hold with a D, but I meant hold with a <laughs> W-H-O-L-E. Um, I still think there's enough here uh, against this, you know, bottom of the bottom of the barrel pitcher here. Um, you know, you, you got Stanton, and I know, you know, he didn't play today. They kind of gave him a day off, but this guy still got some power. Um, I, you know, I don't hate Volpe down here at the bottom of the lineup. I don't hate uh, Rizzo at 4,400. is probably a little bit too cheap. Glaber Torres has actually been my favorite Yankee all season. I played him a ton. Uh, so at 5,200, I think he's in. You got Donaldson at 3,400. Like this, you know, I, I think this team, no judge, but, man, they're still slightly potent at, at, at the, the top middle of this order. 
especially in this ballpark, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's the other thing to kind of note. And like Whitlock, he, he's been giving up a ton of hard contact this year. So I, I think Torres is a, a good, a great candidate for a home run today. Um, I think we should note too Willie Calhoun potentially hitting leadoff in this spot uh, with Judge out. So he's really, yeah, he's still really cheap, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's twenty one hundred. Um, no, he's two K. He's minimum salary. So minimum salary leadoff hitter in a great spot going up against um, Whit- Whitlock here. I think that he is a, a value play you're definitely considering on the slate. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Dodgers and Phillies facing off against each other. Uh, Another game that we have potential weather that we'll be paying attention to. Nine and a half total in this game. Pick'em game. Grove against Suarez. Uh, Any interest here in Michael Grove? No. Yeah, I mean, again, like I said it. I feel like I've said it a lot um, on some of these pitchers this year. But I think Michael Grove... It still, he has some development still. Um, we're not seeing like his AAA numbers kind of come into the majors and do the, the same type of stuff. So I think he, there's some development that still meet, that still needs to be um, had here. And he's been a guy that has struggled with home runs in AAA, AA, Major League Baseball. So um, I don't want to play Grove here. And I don't want to play Ranger Suarez um, against the Dodgers. Yeah, same here. Double no. Double no. We got a double no. We're going to have plenty of yeses today. Yeah. Double no. Um, What do you like here for the Dodgers bats uh, oh, yeah. in Philadelphia? Definitely want to stack the Dodgers. I mean, I wonder how much ownership Mookie Betts is going to get today at 6,200. Like, So th- this is kind of one of those reasons, Stevie, where I'm, I'm looking at the pitching and there's so much good pitching. Like, do I want to pay all the way up? Do I want to go, like, double mid-range? Because there's some mid-range guys in here that I think we'll like. Um, but also, this is why I've, I've been considering Daniel Lynch. It's like, man, if I can get Lynch and a mid-range guy, like, I can really stack up these Dodgers, stack up the stack up the Phillies, because I really want to get to Mookie Betts today comfortably and still have room to have more quality pieces in my lineup. Uh, Mookie's definitely one of my favorite bats on the day. Uh, and, and I also, if I'm playing Mookie, Stevie, I, I kind of want to overspend at catcher and play Will Smith. I mean, he's 5,800. It's awful. But I, if I'm playing Mookie, I, I want to get him in today. I think it's going to be different enough to where they're so expensive. I don't think people will, will actually fully stack the Dodgers. Freddie Freeman is 6K. I won't be able to get them all in. I understand that. But th- this is kind of the Daniel Lynch effect for me. I really like the Dodgers. Yeah, I mean, I think the three main pieces here for the Dodgers would be Betts, JD, um, and, and your boy Will Smith, and Will then Smith. you get some some value here with Chris Taylor. I think he's a, a potential value play. Vargas, I think, is going to be somewhat cheap in this spot as well. Vargas, not a huge um, a huge power guy, but he's a guy that can get on base. See. He's the guy that I don't mind playing in this spot. But, I mean, Taylor has been fantastic against lefties this year. J.D. Martinez is hitting everything right now. Yeah. But I will sh- I will say, like, I, I typically am okay with, like, playing lefty-lefty. Ranger Suarez generates so many ground balls against left-handed hitters. 
it's really hard for me to get excited about paying like the prices for Freeman and Muncie in this spot. So I think I stick with the righties. Even if Ranger Suarez only goes like four or five innings here, I think that's enough where I'm still only getting two at-bats at these prices on these guys that um, I might just stay away. I mean, I like the right-handed power bats in this lineup for sure. Philadelphia's side of this game, Grove continues to struggle with home runs. I think Kyle Schwarber needs to be at towards the top of the list today as far as like potential home runs. Um, what are your thoughts on Philadelphia? Yeah, man, I love love Philadelphia today. Harper Schwarber, uh, I'm in, you know, with those guys for sure. Um, you know, Castellanos has still been good. He's 4900 a little bit cheaper. Um, I don't mind getting him. Man. I, Real Muto's 5100 I'm probably not as enthused about him today. But, you know, because this team is – they're actually fairly expensive now across the board in terms of all the pieces of a Turner, Harper, Schwarber, Castellanos. You know, all the main pieces. It's so if I'm going to play this team, I'm definitely going to spend out at pitching a little bit. Um, and I'll just kind of piece it together from there. I know Marsh has, you know, been playing a little bit. And, you know, I, they're expensive, but I still want to, to mix some pieces up. Maybe I go a little three man with Philly versus uh, probably full stack in the Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, I think Philadelphia is very interesting in this spot just in general because of Grove's like home run struggles. And I mean, he's just, he can't get left-handed hitters out. So, I mean, getting the expensive like Schwarber Harper and then whether you want to go like Turner Castellanos, and then you could go cheap with like a, a Clemens type of play. And then like a Marsh type of play um, and make a little three man here. Marsh isn't, as cheap as you would kind of hope at 4,100, but I think he's still somewhat cheap enough to play him. So uh, an interesting spot. It's an interesting spot. Grove is a guy that I like to stack against. Assuming the weather's okay, this game has a nine and a half total for a reason. A lot of runs to potentially be scored here today. Yeah. All right, Mets and Pirates, nine total in this one. Mets, a 120 favorite. We got McGill against Hill. Any interest here in Tyler McGill? No. Another guy, I mean, again, just to you know, continue to say it, I feel like we need to, but this is another slate where we're just looking at a ton of good pitching towards the middle and top, and I don't think like you have to go down to play like a, a Tyler McGill whose strikeout rate is sitting at like 18% on the season, and he's struggled to both sides of the plate. Um, I just don't think you need to play him today. Rich Hill on the other side of this game, I mean, he's an ace. He goes out and does ace things. Any interest in Rich Hill today? Well, which no. I was somewhat joking. I I, I know, but he's I'm like not, the most I'm tilting pitcher in baseball. I, I'm I can't do it, Stevie. Like I just, I just know the Rich Hill meltdown will get me if I even consider playing him today. I just I can't. Let me ask you, would you consider playing him in 150 lineups if you were MMEing today? <sighs> Braves Mets. This game is just bonkers. It's nuts. <laughs> it is bonkers. I uh Steve, I, I'm so here's the thing. He's only at around a 20% K rate. I I don't think I can. I, I, I don't think and the Mets, the Mets have been bad. I know they've been gettable. I can't do it, man. I just, I honestly, it's probably mentally for me, even though I can look at whatever on the page, I can't mentally bring myself 
to roster 75 mile per hour curveball, Rich Hill. I can't do it. 75 miles or not. Sorry, I'm yawning. I'm very tired. Um, 75 miles or not, his curveball is still uh, above average. It's it's so wild that he's been able to do it at such a high level for so long with this curveball. Um, if I'm playing 150 teams today, I think Rich Hill would be a guy I'd probably get in about 5%. I, I don't think it's a crazy high number. I just – it's so crazy how – well, he can put up these big games and go for twenty five plus fantasy I points. I don't, um, I don't understand it. I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, his his movement, his movement is a lot of the reason. Let's be honest, his movement and his vertical movement and stuff like that just continues to be solid. But um, I feel like everyone in Major League Baseball has seen him by now. But the Mets are they're not a great team uh, against. They're not a great team against left handed pitching. So. I don't think you have to go out of your way to target the Mets bats, uh, especially like if Pete Alonzo's out of this lineup and doesn't play with this wrist injury. Like it's such a huge bump to Hill and a downgrade to this lineup in general. Um, what are your thoughts on the Mets bats? I, I think I want to play the Mets bats, Stevie. Like I, I'm going to keep targeting Rich Hill, man. I, I just, gosh, it doesn't make any sense. Um, so I don't hate it. Like Marte's down to thirty nine hundred. Counter three K fam two twenty nine. Like I, I think I think they're oh I think they're underpriced too much. Um, I'm wondering if Escobar possibly cracks the lineup. Like he's thirty four hundred. Uh, Steve, I really think these guys are, are too cheap. Like I just think this team is too cheap. All right. I mean, I hear you. Um, I. I hate stacking against this guy. Alvarez at 3,500. Fam at 2,900 would be my two favorite plays here. Um, yeah, Alonzo. Chat saying Alonzo is not the downgrade to this lineup um, on Thursday night. <laughs> Listen, they're not wrong. Okay. Um, they're not have, wrong. They, have they scored nine or 10 runs? Which is yeah, a 10? lot. A lot. Um, I think it's a 10 10 game now. Um, so Atlanta is up in the bottom of the ninth with a guy in first. And listen, I'm sure it's going crazy now. I've been at at an Atlanta Braves game live last season where they were down to the Miami Marlins in the ninth, and everybody walked out, Stevie, and they rallied and tied the game in the ninth. It came, and I mean, the place was electric. So I can only imagine what's going on right now. Looks like Derek said Acuna stole second, like it's going nuts. It's going nuts there right now. What a what a great stadium. It was a wild pitch, but yeah, he's on second. Oh, um, Mets or Pittsburgh bats. Any interest in Pittsburgh against McGill here? Yeah, I, I think you just stack him, Stevie. I, I don't trust McGill um, in terms of overall. McCutcheon's been really good. Reynolds has been really good. Uh, you got Sawinski, who's, who's been fine. Um, you know, Cabrian Hayes down to 4,100 now. He's been okay. Um, they've got uh, Marcano, who – May lead off again. Like I, I, I like this team, Stevie. I think I think it's a good stack. Marcano continues to be one of my favorite value plays. They're just not pricing him up enough, fast enough. Um, love this spot for him. He should hit lead off. He's been hitting yep. lead off against the righties. Castro's been hitting up towards the top of the lineup. So, uh, Marcano Swazinski, two cheap bats that you can make a little two-man stack and you know help kind of fit in what you're building um so yeah i have a ton of interest in those two guys i don't mind a three-man i don't think i'm five-man stacking you gotta remember this game's in pittsburgh 
Um, I know. You know, so I don't know if I'm full stacking this on a 13-game slate, but I don't mind a two-man, a one-off, or a three-man stack, but not a full stack for me today. All right, we got Minnesota at Toronto, eight and a half total in this game. We got Blue Jays minus 118. Very slight favor here. Kikuchi and Gray facing off against each other. Sonny Gray, 9,500. Struggling recently. He struggled recently. You know, he's had some tough low strikeout teams. Any interest in Gray going up against Toronto? Uh, he's he's definitely going to be there in tournaments, Stevie. Uh Did we lose Will again? I think we lost Will again. Um, <laughs> he's having his internet is just not feeling his uh, baseball talk tonight. So, um, so Sonny Gray is a guy that has strikeout upside to both sides of the plate. He's someone that definitely excels way more against right-handed hitting. Um, his strikeout rate goes up big time. So, when you think of this lineup: Bichette, Vlad, Springer, Chapman. Um, Typically, whoever catches is right-handed. They, they're they not a team that can go very left-handed heavy. So I think that if Sonny Gray is someone that's flying under the radar because he's 9,500 today, I think he's a great tournament play. I think his recent struggles might scare some people off. Um, I'm not worried about it. I think those he had some tough strikeout matchups, and I think that this is a team that's going to go very right-handed heavy against him. So um, don't mind – Taking some shots on Sonny Gray. Will is back again. Will, your internet is not feeling this podcast tonight. So it's crazy, man. We had a storm here and knocked it out yesterday. And I, I don't know. It's been acting up here recently when I've been live. So hopefully it's it will correct itself. I mean, most people should be in their bed sleeping right now, Steve. It shouldn't be on the internet, affected by internet. So um, Spectrum Cable, get it together. Uh, yeah, but I'm with you I'm I'm probably a little bit less of less on great today just because of what we have available to us. So that's really all it is. Uh any interest in Kikuchi on the other side of this game? Like Kikuchi is probably the ultimate tournament play on this slate, Stevie, to be honest with you. Like at 7100, I feel like Kikuchi has probably the widest range of outcomes that we could possibly see. He could go for 30, he could go for minus five. He could go for 15. He could go for 23. He could go for 12. He could go for 27. I, I because So to match up with Minnesota, they've been striking out a ton. Kikuchi's K rate hasn't been extremely high this season. It's been around 22%. But the strikeouts will be there today. And the price is it's very palatable. So, you know, once again, another guy that I think we can sprinkle in. I think Kikuchi is one of the better tournament plays. You're going to have to take on a lot of risk. But if Minnesota starts swinging out there and the bat's flying around, Kikuchi could very well end up with, you know, seven, eight strikeouts. We just got to hope he doesn't walk too many guys and give up give up too many runs. I think he's playable. He's always playable in tournaments. He's not my favorite play today. Um, Minnesota bats, I mean, one of the reasons that he's playable today is there's not a ton of upside here. I mean, Polanco – is someone I would take shots on if he's back in the lineup here. Um, it sounds like the hamstring injury is not serious, but hamstring injuries could be a thing where they start to feel better than all of a sudden you hurt a lot more the next day. So, um, I mean, if Polanco's out of the lineup, it's a bump for sure to Kikuchi. Um, yeah. Correa, 
is someone that even in his down time in his career right now still can hit left-handed pitching uh so don't mind that but overall not my favorite team today um and that's one of the reasons why i think you have interest in kikuchi toronto bats any interest in toronto yeah, I think Toronto is – I'm not going to try to pick out pieces here and get Sonny Gray. I think if you like Toronto, you stack them um, and, and kind of go from there. Basically, you're expecting him to, to struggle again if, you, if you're stacking him, I think. Houston at Cleveland. Eight total in this game. The Astros are 126 favorite. We got Javier going up against Logan Allen today. Um, let's talk Christian Javier. He's 10 eights. I think this is an excellent spot. I know, I know what happened with Jose Ramirez yesterday. Um, way different spot, just in general. Um, Will, I like Javier a lot. What are your thoughts on him today? Yeah, Javier 10-8, definitely on the list. I've uh, been sitting around, if I'm not mistaken, Steve, it's amazing how you go through the season and all of a sudden all the numbers, like, you don't hardly have to look at them. You kind of start doing them. I think Javier's sitting around 29% K rate this season. That's without me looking at anything. Uh, and so he's been been really good. I don't mind taking him against Cleveland in this spot at Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, just looking at this lineup, it's it's rough right now. Um, he's sitting at 26.4%. So. Mm. Low walk rate. His walk rate has definitely improved. Um, I mean, he's having a really strong season. He's had some upside games. He has the ceiling to break the slate, and that's kind of what I'm looking for on a, on a big slate like this. So, I mean, just looking at the Guardians lineup, they don't strike out a ton, but, man, there's just no power whatsoever in this lineup outside of Jose Ramirez and Josh Naylor. So, I think if you want to take shots on um, Javier, I think this is a spot you can do it. Just know. That there's always downside to taking a, a, a against the Cleveland Indians or Guardians. I can't, I'm going to say Indians all year. The Guardians, because of like their low um, strikeouts in general here. Any interest in Logan Allen on the other side of this game? Um, I think I, I would consider it at 7,700. He's got a little bit of upside here. I do feel like the Houston offense is is improving. You know, even though we might not be seeing five to seven runs a game, that's. Because Houston's not, to me, Houston's not a 12 to 13 run offense. They're really more of a consistent five to seven run offense every day. And that's where I think they come in handy. Um, I do think they're improving, but I still think there are a couple strikeouts in this lineup. I don't mind Allen at 7,700. Yeah, I don't think he's the craziest option. He's shown that, you know, the strikeout upside is there um, in matchups this year. He's a guy that definitely strikes out lefties higher than righties. And, the only problem with that is Alvarez, Tucker, probably the only two lefties that he gets in this lineup here. So um, low strikeout teams, both of these teams, low strikeout teams. I think both of these pitchers are worth consideration in tournaments. Um, Jordan Alvarez is banged up right now. It was like oblique where he left Thursday's game. So just kind of note that. Um, and just, hey, throwing it out there. Michael Brantley back in the cage running again. You never know. We might get him back um this season at some point houston bats any interest in the astros here yeah i also don't hate the astros so i mean Jordan man's been heating up i know you know it's a little banged up um perhaps perhaps we can get him back in there but tucker's been hitting well um you know we've got bregman who you know while he may not be crushing every game still low low k rate on the season making good contact to most most pitches at 4700 i don't hate him you know, we've got Altuve back in the fold, and I'm sure things will begin to turn around for him at some point. Just got to get in a rhythm 
And so I think this team is going to, going to come together. I uh, really like those pieces. You know, we've got Dubon, who's who's kind of been on a, a little tear here recently as well at 3,500. I uh, don't hate those guys. Cleveland Vats. I mean, you could take shots on Jose Ramirez. He hits three home runs in games. Um, they're not my favorite team today. I yeah. think Christian Javier is a good pitcher. If I was going to play anybody, it'd be Ramirez um, and Naylor. And, I mean, I've been saying that, I feel like, for the same the same thing for, like, weeks now. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. All right, rolling along here. We got Washington at Atlanta. Oh, hey, this team, can, this team can score. We have a nine-and-a-half total in this game. Um, it's Gray against Smith Schwarer. Um, Schaller? Schaller? Schaller. Yeah, Schaller pitching for Atlanta. Um, any interest here in your boy Josiah Gray? No. Uh, no. <laughs> hey, hey, that Atlanta team is pretty good, right? Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, all right, so – Smith Schroyer going to make his major league debut here on the fourth. He threw 39 pitches. Um, I mean, this is the number one prospect in the Braves organization. This guy is a huge prospect in this organization. Um, I'm, I, I mean, I'm shocked that he even like pitched out of the bullpen, to be honest. Um, uh, you know, he started the season hurt. I'm, I'm okay. I think he started the season hurt. If I remember correctly, I know he started the season like in high baseball um, for what it's worth. I know he started the season in high baseball, but I thought he started the season hurt. He started everywhere he's pitched. He's pitched in high A, double A, triple A, the relief and outing in, in the majors earlier this week or last week against um, Arizona. What are we thinking here, Will? Washington's not a huge strikeout team, but I mean, for a for a kid making his debut, I mean, I think if you're a 20 year old kid and you're looking at this Washington lineup, you're kind of like, all right, this is a spot I could I could definitely go out and throw a really good game. Yeah. So my read on on AJ and I will be just so you guys know, I didn't have a chance to watch any film on him before the show. You probably say, "Chief film, it's fantasy. Why, why do you film?" Well, when it's new pitching, I just like to see command control like kind of their root you know their, their routine how they like to go through their progressions in terms of their their stuff you know Steve you know what I'm talking about um so I do like to just kind of watch a little bit and see you know how how, did, how is he going to handle the jam so I will I will look at that between tonight and tomorrow and some of his uh minor league stuff uh but what I will say is I'm with you I think this is a great spot at 6500 so what we saw against Arizona Stevie who's also a very low strikeout team, was two and a third in three Ks. And I definitely respect the Arizona offense more than the Washington offense. Uh, there are a you know a few strikeouts in this Washington offense, uh, especially at the top. I think Lane is around 28% or something like that. So I, I think there will be strikeouts to be had. I think he does have an advantage. They haven't seen him before. And so I think, you know, if, if he's able to, you know, pitch a good game in terms of game script with his catcher, um, and, you know, make sure the calls are good. I think he can pitch around this team and, and do really well. So at 6,500, I will have some shares. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I definitely, I didn't watch tape on this guy, but I, I read a lot about him. Um, last year was the first year, like fully focused on baseball, um, quarterback, big arm quarterback. And like 2022 was the first year, like, like legitly just focused on baseball, um, he pitched in single A ball, 68 innings, 103 strikeouts. 
34% strikeout rate. Um, obviously, was really good home run-wise. Huge strikeout stuff. I mean, we don't have a ton of sample size on this kid, but, I mean, huge prospect, big arm. Yeah. Um, I, and I get it, too, Steven. They're like, yeah. look, we're struggling. And struggling, I know, is relative. They're, they got some injuries. Yeah, but we got injuries. It's like, hey, you know what? Let's bring him up. Let's give him an opportunity. Let's see what we got. It's kind of like Strider. And if for some reason this kid can manage the emotions of pitching in the majors tomorrow against a, a fairly low strikeout team, we might be on to something. I've been saying it, you know, for years. Like, man, if we can just get our pitching together, this team is really going to take off. So I'm excited. This is one I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in front of the TV for for sure. To be fair, like really quick, to be fair, Atlanta's team is run perfectly. I mean, in, in yeah. terms of how the team is run, GM-wise, everything. I, I don't know if I'd say perfect. I don't think anything's perfect. It's run well. But it's run very well. I would put Atlanta in the top three of, like, teams yeah. running in Major League Baseball. Got Maybe best, even, like, yeah, just – Best players are on really good contracts, and then we went out and got Matt They've Olsen. done a yeah. fantastic job to win for years, not yeah. just this year or last year or year before. They've done a fantastic job to win for years. Um yeah. I have interest in him. He's one of the reasons that, like, when we were talking about some of the guys in this range. I'm like, no, um, he's the cheap <laughs> pitcher that I think I'd take some shots on today. I don't really like want to play Washington. I think that if you're like me and you're going to be playing some of him today, um, you maybe build a hedge stack. But I, I think that this team's just not great. They're low low walk rate team too. So they're a team that, like, gosh, like if you're like I said, if you're this young kid and you're like, all right, I'm going to get the start here. You see this, like, you see the numbers? They look at these numbers, man. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm excited for this one. Um, yeah. I would be. So, yeah. uh, Any interest in the Washington bets? No. All right. Didn't even get a drink in. You said it so fast. Uh, talk to me about Atlanta while I take a drink here. Take your drink. Let's talk about the Braves. Josiah Gray, uh, K-rate has come down this season. It's around 19% uh, on the season, if I am not mistaken. Um, just not really getting not really getting the strikeouts this year outside of a couple games. And while the Braves do strike out power up and down this lineup, making good contact, we've got Acuna. Azuna is still 3,200. Rosario, 3,100. Harris at the bottom of the order, still 3K. Austin Riley has been coming back around to playing nice uh, bat-on-the-ball baseball, just getting hits. Fees, 4,800. Albies has been on fire here. He's hit a couple home runs here recently at 4,400. Uh, Olsen obviously has been playing playing well most of this season. Uh, then you got Murphy, who, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, has also hit a home run here recently this week. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. So I, I just think overall, Stevie, this team, I think they're set up for success here. Uh, I feel like there might be a little bit of electricity in in the stadium, got got our got one of our, our better younger pitchers coming up, and hopefully these guys can can have the emotions and the will to win, focus and play really be really disciplined at the plate, bat on ball. Let's drive in some runs. This this go this is a great spot for this team. I think um, Harris has been hitting well too. Yeah, uh, Josiah Gray. You remember at the beginning of the season, we're like, oh man, did Josiah Gray like figure it out? And like you said, he's back under a twenty percent strikeout rate now um he's back to being josiah gray so yeah i have a ton of interest in atlanta i think they're one of the top stacks on the entire slate so i'm um, yeah. right there with you today kickoff 
the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium Polaroid shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code RotoGrinders for 50% off of two or more pairs of Polaroid sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Up next, we got Oakland at Milwaukee. Nine and a half total in this game. The Brewers, a 235 favorite, Medina against Hauser. Um, it sounds like it's going to be like this opener situation again for Oakland, but. Um, I don't think I don't think it matters, right? Between Mole and Medina, I don't think we're playing Oakland pitching today. Negative. No Oakland pitching. Um, Albies had a three-run homer to walk off the game. So yes, sir. Atlanta, I mean, they're just gonna keep it rolling right into. And uh, dude, the hockey game. I don't know if you guys have been watching the hockey game, um, Stanley Cup playoffs, but Panthers just scored it with two minutes to go in the third period to tie the game up um gosh love Ooh. love hockey anyway um that like all happened like within that ad read, read uh, it house, again. <laughs> yeah right more exciting sports <laughs> adrian hauser 6k going up against oakland um three good starts in his last four outings any interest here in hauser listen i so I think he's playable, Stevie. I just so what what I would be looking for from Hauser in this spot is get through six innings, right? But also please get us at least four strikeouts because he he doesn't strike a lot of guys out. So that's kind of the dilemma here. I think we so I want to play him because it's Oakland. Oakland did hit well on the East Coast here recently, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I mean they were just. Every day in Pittsburgh, it felt like they were scoring 20 runs. It wasn't that many, but but they really piled on the runs. I think if I play Howes, it's a few shares. I don't think he's better than Kikuchi. I don't think he's better than AJ. Um, I don't think he's better than Lynch because of the strikeout stuff. And that, that's kind of where I am. It's like he's 6K. You can play him. I think you get a couple shares because it's Oakland. But I, I, the strikeout stuff leaves, leaves a lot to be desired. The strikeouts definitely help a little bit because it's the Oakland lineup, but I'm with you. I, I feel like he's not a guy you're like going, all right, he's facing Oakland. They're a 25% K rate team. He's going to go and dominate this game. I think that you're just hoping for like six clean innings, four or five strikeouts. Um, you're honestly hoping at this price for 18 plus points and you would be extremely happy with that. So um, I, I think that's kind of what you'd be looking for here. If you're taking shots on Adrian Hauser at 6K, He's cheap. 
I want to see the ownership too. I, I think the ownership will matter um, in this game or just in general here because of the slate. Uh, Oakland bats. Well, I'll say this, right? I'm not a, I'm not a guy that will play a lot of Oakland bats from time to time, but they are dirt cheap on this slate. Um, Ruiz, a guy that can steal bases, definitely don't have any issues playing him. Brown, Nada. I mean, these guys are all just so cheap. So if you're looking for that like garbage bin stack of the day, I think it would be Oakland today. Yeah, I, I don't hate that either. Like, that's kind of the, the interesting dilemma. It's like, Hauser should essentially have one of the best games of the season today. And also, Oakland could still light him up. Like, it's that, that's where we are. So, um, I'm with you. I, I don't mind the vomit Oakland stacks. And I think if you're doing that, if you're playing Oakland, you probably need to be getting in two of the high-quality pitchers, in my opinion. Don't you just love baseball season? I mean, yes, yes. Oh, it's like the ultimate. It could go either way. Sport. The variance is so massively high yeah. here. Um, Milwaukee bats. Uh, I mean, first of all, it'd be interesting because they're going to open with a lefty and then they're going to come in with this righty that can't get anybody out. Um, Adamus is back in the lineup. Have a ton of interest in him here at thirty-eight hundred or forty-two hundred um Contreras Miller Tellis I mean I think it'd be more of like a secondary stack but will we just we I feel like we continue to talk about it and how bad Oakland just is pitching they're just such a bad I mean rotation they're such a bad bullpen it's like I, I keep saying it's a historically bad bullpen um and it's it's just wild yeah, they, they've been terrible. And so, you know, it comes when it comes to Milwaukee, um, I think one of the things that, you know, folks have been talking about and they've been taking notice, Christian Yelich has been playing better. And so that that's going to help this lineup a lot. I mean, whew, you know, all the money they're paying him, man. So I, I like this spot for him. Um, you know, I, I don't hate it for Adamas. I don't hate it for Miller, who's been, been leading off. I think they've got enough cheap pieces here. Rowdy to last forty six hundred. Like I, I just I think this team as a whole is in a good spot today. So I, I really like this offense a lot. Yeah, I mean Yelich is never a bad hitter. He just his back is the biggest problem with him. Um, all right, we got Miami at Chicago taking on the White Sox. Eight and a half total in this game. White Sox a one forty favorite. Perez he's facing off against each other. Any interest here in Yuri Perez going up against the White Sox? I don't mind it, Stevie. Um, he's been he's been fairly good to be a young pitcher coming up. Um, you know, strikeout stuff has over the past couple games has tailed off some. You know, versus the six and seven, he's been in that four to five range. But I still think this is an okay spot against the White Sox at eighty nine hundred. I don't mind it. I, I wish he was up in the nineties in terms of pitch count, more around ninety five, ninety six ish. Um, if if he's on, he'll get the strikeouts. I don't think he's the best play today, but he's also not the worst. Yeah, I mean, this guy is one of the biggest prospects in all baseball coming into the season. Um, second or third overall prospect in baseball. He has big stuff, big fastball, great changeup, great slider. This is a, a, a pitcher, um, I think he's like 20 years old, 21 years old. Don't hold me accountable to it. I think he's 20. Um, that we're going to be talking about for a long time. Like, this guy has big stuff. Um, 
So yeah, I have interest. I mean, I'm gonna have interest anytime he's on the hill because he's just he has big stuff. He can have big games because of the stuff that he has. So I mean the White Sox, they're 27th in WRC plus this season against right-handed pitching. They strike out 22 and a half percent of the time. The lineup that they've been rolling out against right-handed pitching is around a 27% strikeout rate against righties. Um yeah, I mean the strikeout upside alone, I have interest. If this game is was in Miami, it'd probably be my highest owned pitcher on the slate. So um, yeah. ton of interest in Perez today. Dylan sees on the other side of this game, a ton of interest in Dylan sees. He's not been great this year. Miami's not a good offense. This is a great get right spot. The only issue that I have with Dylan sees is he's coming off of two matchups against the Detroit Tigers. And he has just not looked good. He just hasn't looked good. I feel like since like the first or second game of the season, um, I don't know what's going on. I've looked into the stats. I can't find anything that's like jumping off to me. Maybe I'm missing something. I never am afraid to admit when I'm missing something, but I just don't see what's going on here with Dylan C's right now. Yeah. Um, K rates really come down. Uh, I, so I think you can play him at 9,200. I don't think he's the worst player on the board. And so I guess now if you ask me, see if I got to choose between Perez and season, probably going Perez. Um, I think I place, I, I think I'm playing Cease because I know he has some stuff and, and something is off. Um, I'm not sure if he's tipping pitches. I just, I, I, I don't know, but so, something's off for sure. Cause the K rate, I mean, it's come down, you know, a, a significant amount in my opinion. So, I don't hate it against Miami. There are definitely strikeouts there. Uh, if he doesn't give up the runs and he can keep the pitch count under control for the first four innings, then he's probably a great play. The problem is I don't I don't know if he's going to be a great play because there are two or three bats that are going to give him serious problems. Like he's going to have to earn an out with at least three bats with Guriel, um, uh, Gene Segura, and uh, Arias. Like he's going to have to earn those outs. And so that's where I think they're going to get him in some trouble because those those guys are going to make him work and he will work, run the pitch gun up with lack of control and not, not being able to get you out. So I, he's in my pool, but he's he's not at the top of my pool. I don't have any interest in the Miami Vats. Um, is there nope. anything jumping off the page to you here? Negative. I don't, I don't, I'm not playing either one of these offenses, to be honest. Yeah, I don't like Vats in this game overall. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I, I did, nothing jumping off the page to me here today. Yep. All right, Cincinnati at St. Louis, eight and a half total in this game. Cardinals a one eighty favorite. Lively against Montgomery. Um, any interest here in Ben Lively? No. He has been lively. He's been pitching yeah. really solid. Um, Cincinnati is letting all their pitchers go deep right now, like all of them. Ashcraft got hurt today. Like he, he took yeah. a, a line drive. That's that's basically what kept him out. But. All these pitches, I mean, they're giving him the leash, so that's a benefit. Um, I just, I, I just don't want to take him against St. Louis. Hey, listen, the Cardinals have been an offense that has been struggling oh, mightily yeah. lately. Yeah. Um, struggle us for sure. If he's a low-owned guy, I think you take shots on him. Just put up twenty-five fantasy points against this team um, a week and a half ago, uh, two weeks ago. I, I mean, he's a good pitcher from what we've seen so far. Um, I mean, we haven't seen a lot yet, but we've seen enough. Um, big strikeout rate against righties limits the walks to both sides, does a great job limiting ISO um, power to right handed hitters. So, I mean, generating ground balls, not giving up fly balls. I mean, this is a type of guy if you 
Will, if you were to just take away the name and look at the stats, you would have interest. So I think that if you wanted to take some shots on Ben Lively, I mean, at potentially low ownership, like they, again, the Reds, um, letting their guys pitch deep like it. Um, Jordan Montgomery on the other side of this game, dude, this guy has been struggling. He is on the struggle bus. Um, what are your thoughts here on Jordan Montgomery? Nope, not playing Montgomery. Yeah, and I can't li- do it. I yeah, can't do it. Yeah, yeah. And Lively is more of a St. Louis issue. Like at some point, St. Louis has got to turn this around. Like, they can't keep continuing to be this bad. It, so that's really what it is. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> they might. <laughs> Listen, I'm messing. I'm messing. We have a lot of. Uh, I don't know why but we have a lot of the St. Louis uh, people that hang out on YouTube chat for the shows, and I don't know. Uh, I know Derek's there. But, yeah, um, I always pick on St. Louis just because. Listen, I can pick on anybody. The Red Sox stink this year. I don't care. Um, I own my team. I'm wearing magic gear right now. I own my teams. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Cincinnati Bats, Ellie, De La Cruz, um, super excited that he got called up. Been talking about it here, um, I feel like, a lot. Jake Fraley banged up right now. It doesn't matter. Lefty-lefty matchup. So, I don't know if he'll be in there either way. Um, McLean potentially – one of the biggest pivots on the slate is playing McLean over De La Cruz um, because McLean has been hitting left-handed pitching really well. He's more expensive. No one is playing McLean over De La Cruz today. So I think that is something you could take some shots on. And then Spencer steer hate that you got to use him at first base, but I mean, this guy has been hitting the ball really well against left-handed pitching this season. So probably more of a mini stack for me, but I, I definitely have some interest here against Montgomery. Who's been struggling. Yeah, absolutely. This is a stack spot. And look, prior to De La Cruz showing up, McLean was scorching. So, I mean, I, I'm with you, Stevie. Like, I don't mind, you know, running McLean in the flat. If, if you, in fact, if you guys are using our handy dandy um, lineup HQ, you can set it up and just kind of flip those guys in and out of those stacks and really get a chance to get some upside here. So, I, I love this team as a whole. Definitely want to stack the whole Cincinnati offense. Against Montgomery. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do um, when Votto comes back. Because, I mean, you have to think Votto or Steer will DH and what they'll do with Matt yeah. McLean. Um, yeah. So you can, uh, on FanDuel, yeah. um, you can play both of them together um, without using the utility spot. Great note yeah. there. But on DraftKings, you got to pick. I wish, like, the problem is, like, when Matt McLean does play the field, he plays shortstop. <laughs> De La Cruz plays third base sometimes. So, I think potentially what happens when Votto comes back, we see Steer DH or Votto DH, and then Newman gets the, um, he gets the, yeah. All right, <laughs> St. Louis bats. Any interest in the the Cardinals here? Um, I, I would be one off in St. Louis. Like I, I still think this team could get there. Like you know, uh, Ghost is still hit for a lot of power. Arenado hit for power. Um. So, yeah, Gorman's still been hit for power. So, I, I like one-offs from St. Louis. Do you know the last time St. Louis scored six runs or more in a game? Uh, today, is, today is June 8th. I would say May 12th. May 23rd. Ha-ha! They have not been good lately. Um, at these prices, I'm not playing the Cardinals. I really, like... Dude, I hope I open up plate IQ and like we see lively at like four percent projected ownership. I will be so excited for that. Yeah. All right, let's talk course. 
We have um, San Diego in Colorado facing uh, the Rockies. One of the biggest ballpark grade upgrades you can get if you're San Diego going yeah. from Petco. Is it still called Petco? I don't even know what it's called. I anymore. think it's called something else now, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know what it is. So I still call it Petco. I it know. might still be Petco. Sean, ballpark. Speaking Petco. of that, it's still, Sean, Pet- still Petco. Good. Sean Walter says John Gray dominated St. Louis, and he did. Gosh, man, just- he still lost that game. It was one of the best pitching performances um, that I've seen all year, and he still yeah. lost the game. But yeah, yeah, um, I played. A, I played John Gray that day. All right, eleven and a half total. <laughs> <laughs> Padres a one eighty favorite. Darvish and Gomber. Um, Will, if I think this is a seven game slate i have interest in darvish if we didn't have all this pitching i think i'd have interest in darvish um the rockies not a great offense core is going to scare people off it's just he finally looked good last time out but he has been struggling big time um i don't think i could play darvish today just because of the pitching that we have yeah you know i don't mind like this is the one spot when guys go to cores i don't mind at ak I, i think i'd get a couple shares um but i'm not like going all in Yep, I assume you're not playing Gomber. Oh, oh negative. Nah. <laughs> nope. Yeah, we're not playing. We're not playing Gomber today. Um, all right, well, let's like, what are your thoughts? I know you don't love playing cores, but you know, looking, it. I mean, looking at the numbers though, like Austin Gomber is a guy that I think you have to stack against. His ISO is massive. His WOBA is massive. He has a low strikeout rate, especially against righties gives up 48% hard contact. Like this is the dude you stack against anytime he's on the Hill. Now he's in cores against a team that gets a huge ballpark upgrade. I think San Diego is the top stack today. Um, I hear you and I hear what you're about to say, but looking at the numbers for Gomber, it's really hard for me not to have interest in San Diego today. No, no, I, I get it. And I, you, you know me, Steve, I always understand that, um, you know, it's just, it's it's kind of my thing. I, I'm I'm committed to it. Uh, the, I'm committed. I'm pod committed, and I'm real life committed. Like I just, especially on a slate like today, we have so many games. I'm for sure going to fade course because if everybody's flocking to course today, which course probably won't get as much ownership today as it would on an eight game slate, for instance. Um, and, and typically the reason why I'm, I'm um, why I'm fading fading cores is. The pricing. However, there are a lot of teams that the prices are up there with Coors. Today. You got Tatis at 64, Soto at 61, um, you know, which Bogarts has, has been out of the lineup. You got Cronenworth at 4,800. I'm with you. San Diego, you need to stack San Diego. You guys just know personally, I won't have any shares of Coors bats today. Uh, Brian Jackson says, just left the Braves game, Big Will. Man, it was wild. Uh, Jax, yeah, man. Hey, you know. Will Will is very jealous you were at that game, and he's sitting here doing the podcast (laughs) with me. Um, Rockies bats against Darvish, they're going to be low-owned. Any interest in the Rockies bats here? Uh, No. And that's less about Coors and more about their offense, for what it's worth. (laughs) Um, sorry, I was sending a tweet that made me laugh. I We're made good. myself laugh as I was sending the tweet. All right, Seattle at LA <laughs> taking on the Angels, seven and a half total in this game. Angels are 130 oh, yeah. favorite. Castillo and Otani facing off against each other. Pitchers duel. We have two really good like pitching games to finish it out. Um, let's talk Castillo, Castillo against the Angels. 
this is a guy that like kind of went through a rough patch, but I mean, the matchups have been good lately, but man, he's been pitching really good. Um, talk to me here about Castillo. Listen, man, like this, I, I hope it kind of materializes Stevie. I love offense, but I still like old school, just good pitching duels. And like, this is a, probably about as close as we've got to that today. So I'm in on Castillo, man. 9,800. The strikeouts have still been there, still well, well above 20%, close to 30%, close to 30% this season. Not, not quite there. Um, you know, pretty much automatic at six strikeouts or more a game. And he hasn't been getting blown up. Like I, I remember he was in Cincinnati and he would just have these wild erratic games. He's really rounded out, Steven, to what I think is a really good major league pitcher. And so I, I love Castillo here. I think, you know, he's going to be able to, to, to do what he needs to do. The pitch count has been up. He hasn't gotten hurt. I, I think Castillo's been great this season, Stevie. Uh, and for the past kind of two seasons, really. So I really like him at 9,800. I think this is a this is a steal. Castillo could easily uh, be at uh, at um, at 10-5 in this game, and he's not. So I, I like him a ton. Yeah, I think he's a great tournament play. I think both pitchers in this game, great tournament plays. I will say it would be interesting to see what the Angels lineup looks like today, um, just in general. But Otani, I mean, he's a guy that's capable of big strikeout games. The Seattle team is capable of big strikeout games as well. Um, an offense that, like, started top 10 in, in the league and then has really slowly progressed, and I think they're 18th overall right now. They're striking out at a second highest, yeah, second highest strikeout rate in baseball this season against right-handed pitching at 25.7%. I think Otani, um, another guy that's, like, top of the list as far as pitching today. You have to unmute yourself. Like, your internet's been bad. You've been mute. Like, you got your mute in. You got your internet bad. You've checked. Like, if you're playing bingo on the podcast tonight, Will is Will is uh, filling up your scorecard. Yeah. So, I'll tell you guys, what I muted myself because my fiance came in. It was a little hot in the office. So, I shot her a text message. I'm like, hey, please come turn on the ceiling fan. It's like the sauna. Oh, I didn't say sauna. I just said it's super hot in here. And so, I was letting her know. I took text her thank you in capital letters <laughs> because it felt like a greenhouse in here. It really did. She was <laughs> baking like a turkey. Uh, I'm Listen, man, I, I do think at the top of the list today in terms of matchup and skills, I think it's Otani at 10-4, but I also think Otani's going to get the ownership for such a big slate. Like, if Otani's anywhere near 30% on this slate, like, that's to me, that's going to be too high. Like, there, there's tons of pitching, and I think he's going to be up there because of this matchup with the high strikeout Seattle offense. And so, once again, I love Otani. I want to play Otani, but if it's if his ownership is out of whack, like I'm, I'm going to be okay not playing him, and I'll live with the results. Yeah, man, I I hear that. Um, I don't think anything that you said is wrong. Um, let's talk bats. Seattle. I mean, I don't I don't think this is a game we're going to play bats. We have no, such a good no, no, no. thirteen game slate. I mean. This is, what are you this really is wanting to play? Yeah, yeah, like Trout and Rodriguez? Sure. I mean, no one's going to say no to playing those two guys, but um, you can't play Otani because he's pitching. So, I mean, overall, I mean, I don't love bats in this game. Yeah, same here. All right, we got Cubs and Giants. Seven total. Lowest total on the slate. Seven total. Strowman and Descalfani facing off against each other. 
The Giants a slight 118 favorites. Pretty much pick them. Um, Strowman, he's been another guy that's kind of like found his groove here. Uh, like, are we seeing pitchers that maybe have been potentially struggling a little bit with the pitch clock start to find their grooves? Like, are we now going to see like this like transformation into like guys that maybe were struggling early and they're really starting to hit their stride now? Um, we see this in baseball generally anyway. Pitchers start to get going um, in the summer. I mean, Strowman, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, I like Strowman. Strowman's a guy I've been been kind of kind of uh let's say sprinkling in a little bit more and more. And look, man, I always like him because he's a ground ball guy, right? Typically it's gonna be sinker, cutter, getting guys out with the ability to pick up some strikeout. Not a high strikeout guy, but past two games you've seen it, Tampa Bay, San Diego, 8K, 6K, and he gets a fairly high strikeout team in San Francisco coming back from Coors, but also they, they have a lot of power. But I think this, this particular spot for Strowman is great. He should be able to keep the ball on the ground enough in San Francisco. As long as Babbitt is on his side, I think he'll pick up enough Ks, and I think he can limit the damage. I really like Strowman today at 8,700. I think both these guys are very playable today. Descafani yeah. on the other side of this game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Descafani's not my favorite option in this range today, but I think he's playable. There's strikeouts in this lineup. Um, we know, like, Bellinger's getting close. Um, I don't think he'll be back for this series. I think he'll be back for the first, like, Chicago series, too. Um, good ballpark for pitchers. I just – what are your thoughts on Descafani here? Yeah, I, I like it. Um, I don't love it, but I like it. I, he, he goes in the pool for what it's worth. At seventy four hundred, I think Descafani is is a great play today, or a good play. Good play. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. I think he's a good play. Um, I think he's someone that could potentially go low owned, and that we might end up on tournaments just because he's low owned uh, more than anything else. So, all right, Will, talk to me here. Cubs bats, any interest? No, like, and really both of these offenses, I think both of these pitchers should have good days on the mound. They should be able to limit the damage and keep the runs down. So I am, I'm going to be out on, on both of these offenses. Yeah, I could definitely see playing, um, you know, some power here. Morell, um, someone that has really been struggling, started so extremely hot and has been struggling, um, Overall, I don't. I'm with you. I think that I don't have a ton of interest in the bats in this game. Um, could be Travis came in and he said he's here here for his first ever live cheese justice no, um, and I think he just got it. I think this is a good old fashioned no spot for the bats today. <laughs> yep, no. All right, let's talk some uh, morning grind game. Finish it out. Finish it out. Send you guys to the weekend under 8K to get six or more strikeouts today. Who do you got? I mean, we got plenty of options, Steve. There are a I mean, handful today. It's 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 live, and so I think I'm gonna go with someone that that I think should be able to get there today. Really high strikeout offense. I'm gonna go with Kikuchi. Like he he's at 7100. I think he can get the case. I'm going Ben Lively. Yeah, over 8K to score under 15. Who is your bust today? This one is actually fairly tough for me but i think it's between two 9k guys i'm gonna side with sunny gray going to toronto but i'm not thrilled but i do think they could get to him 
I'm not going to take Darvish. Um, he would probably be my pick. But give me Dylan Cease. He's been struggling. He's my the next walks. guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the walks have just been a, a huge issue for him right now. And the command, um, yeah, he's struggling right now. I want to see him pitch well. I think he's a good dude. Over 4K to hit a home run. Who's going yard today? Not in course. Man, I'm giving you a two for today. So this is one of my favorite plays on the day. And that is Mookie Betts. Really like Mookie Betts today. My next play is basically a guy, anytime I left, he's on the mound. He's like my one-off du jour, and that's Ryan Mountcastle at 4,500. Florida officially has won their first ever game in the standing club playoffs. Um, oh, so they got it in OT. They did. They just won. Okay. Um, completely throwing me off. The crowd is going bonkers, man. I love it. Um, yeah. I'm not a Florida fan. I'm a Lightning fan for anybody that's curious, but I just – I think playoff um, Stanley Cup playoff hockey is just freaking. Everybody should be watching it. Um, with that said, uh, back on back on track here. Give me Matt Olson for a home run against Josiah Gray today. Under four K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bet that you like today? I'm going to stay in this game. Give me Austin Hayes at thirty seven hundred. I'm going to take Marcano. Um, Cano, sorry. Um, ton of interest in him today. He just continues to be too cheap. He's been fantastic. Um, so, yeah, I like that a lot. Stack to score six or more runs. Who's getting it done today? Cincinnati Reds. I like that call. Um, I like that call. There's a lot of chalk that you could um, – man, that shot was so good. Like, so good. Like, oh, I agree, Michael Townsend. Great shot. Um, sorry, I'm getting so distracted right now. Give me – Philadelphia. Um, Grove has a home run issue. This game's in Philly. Um, give me Philadelphia to score six or more runs today. Got it. All right. Take your pick them is Monday through Friday, 1030 Eastern AM. You can check out Will talking fantasy pick and plays over there on Grinders Live. Make sure you're checking that out. Support our boy. You don't get nose on that show. You come here for the nose. You get all the good <laughs> plays. Um Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, man. I am good, Stevie. This has been a fun show, and, and, and thanks for having me. As usual, I know we've been, been doing our song and dance for a few years now, but I don't ever take it lightly that I'm able to come on and, and, and talk to these fine folks and, and try to give them some analysis for the next day. So thanks so much. Thanks so much. Yeah, um, always appreciate hanging out with you, man. Um, Truex for the win in Sonoma, Derek says. I will take the no – on that um <laughs> this was by far toyota's worst track last year so i'll take the no on that we do have sonoma this weekend coming off of a, another scorching weekend in nascar man it's just uh this season for some reason i'm on it and i'm very excited about it and i mean we're just rolling in it so yeah sonoma this weekend um if i had to pick a winner right now i would pick daniel suarez Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. We'll be back on Monday talking more baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.